Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Dudes Doing Trivia. I'm Daniel. And I'm Will. Today, we've got a very, very special episode. And yes, I know we say that every episode, <laughs> but it is actually a special episode. I've got Daniel in studio here in Ottawa. I can't believe it's been so long since we last did this. I think the last time we did this, I was unable to park on an empty street on the side of the street, and there were no other cars. I think that's what it was. Yeah. A lot of snow, but uh, no, not much snow today. Yeah, so uh, we've uh, mixed ourselves some espresso martinis, and we're going to give you the final two uh, This is and that's probably not of the season, but of this set. So what we mean by that is we don't actually have a choice. We're just getting the leftovers that we have not yet chosen. And what are my leftovers? Remind us. I have for you, where is that place as your this, and then as your that, movie trivia written by someone that knows nothing about movies, which is me. You got for me Auto American, which the viewers, listeners will remember that that's a album by Blondie, and King, which was once paired with BB King, but this is just King, so who knows what's going to happen. Amazing. So, uh, we can get right down to it. If there's any sound quality issues, just know that we had more fun recording it, and that was worthwhile. Absolutely. Let's get into it. All right. Uh, I'll give you Where Is That Place first. How about that? Perfect. Okay. Five questions. Where is that place? Here is your first. What province are Oil City and Petrolia in? We'll start with a little Canadiana here, so that's a Canadian province. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to guess Alberta. That is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Those places are in Ontario. Question two. While Russia has no direct mainland port access to the Baltic Sea, Kaliningrad is a Russian exclave with direct access to it. Kaliningrad is nestled between which two European countries, both of which share no other border with Russia? Lithuania, Poland. Uh, very quick, very correct. <laughs> Although it's not the capital, and in fact it's the only the fourth largest city in its country, Luang Prabang is among its most famous and visited cities. The town of Luang Prabang is a UNESCO World Heritage Site uh, due to its remarkably well-preserved historical, architectural, and religious places. In which country would we find Luang Prabang? And if you need another piece of info that is only going to help you and not the listener, I've been there. <laughs> um, in what country? Eh? Okay, so we know it's... Well, I'm pretty sure we're talking Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia? Yeah, Southeast Asia. Uh, Cambodia? I've never been to Cambodia, actually. Oh. Uh, it's uh, in Laos. <laughs> um, Baku, Azerbaijan, is the largest city on the shores of what large body of water? Caspian Sea. It is on the Caspian Sea, correct. And finally, your fifth question. The legendary ghost ship, the Flying Dutchman, was doomed to never reach port and sail the seas indefinitely. It would constantly be beaten up in the headwaters, but never be able to round what African point, which many falsely believe to be Af Africa's southernmost tip. Oh, um... Cape of Good Hope? It is the Cape of Good Hope. Well done. So, uh, that's three, I believe, out of five. Um, I don't have that much banter on this one. The uh, Ontario question, clearly a red herring, as Alberta's our, <laughs> yeah, our biggest <laughs> oil-producing uh, province in Canada. However, Ontario does have a rich oil history. Um, there's there's many, like, oil derrick kind of mm. oil drill wells in, uh, in southwestern Ontario. Um, Petrolia and Oil City both... I guess the greater Sarnia area is about as good as you can right. put that. Um, and actually, my grandmother on my mother's side was born in Petrolia. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's kind of where that question came from. Poland, Lithuania. I knew you would know that one, but I didn't know you'd be so clinical and surgical. <laughs> my, uh, sorry about that. Not to make a robot out of trivia, but... 
Just know where Kaliningrad is. <laughs> no, that's right. Um, yeah, in about 2013, the end of 2013, I was in Thailand for about six weeks or so. And then I crossed from Hoi Sai, no, from Chiang Rai, Thailand, into Hoi Sai, Laos. And then we took a boat from Hoi Sai down the Mekong and ended up in Luang Prabang, a really oh, cool. beautiful world heritage site. And I will add a comment on Keep of Good Hope. To please we, do. We now know, well, we, we the people, you know, people are of the view that the southernmost point of Africa is in South Africa. It's called Cape Agulhas, Agulhas perhaps. And uh, we, you know, in general, we can say that it divides the Atlantic Ocean and the Indian Ocean. Like, that's where we can say the Indian Ocean is at its westernmost point and that the Atlantic Ocean is at its southernmost and easternmost point. You know what's crazy? You can so, just write that. You didn't already have that written, did you? I couldn't find oh. it because I'm using my phone and not my computer because you're sitting next to me. And that was the note that I had written. Is like, it was like, oh, I can't find the, the, the place that actually is a southern point because yeah, yeah. it divides the oceans. And you know what? Oh didn't God. need it because you absolutely oh. knew that. Oh, that's awesome. That's perfect. And then, uh, yeah, the Caspian Sea, I, uh, Baku, Azerbaijan is the biggest city on there. Whenever I think of the Caspian Caspian Sea. I always think of that picture on the internet of people holding up pieces of ice from the Caspian Sea, and it's just like this really, really thick piece of ice, but it's perfectly clear. And oh, I was cool. like, it's really interesting. You should look that up. Because of the salinity? No idea. Okay. Well, well someone should look it up and let us know. Although, I, I think the Caspian Sea is freshwater. It's a lake. That's yeah. all I know. So yeah. it might be right, actually. Yeah, true. Okay. Looking at those hydrogeologists in the listenership to uh, let us know about the Caspian Sea <laughs> ice clarity. All uh, one of them. <laughs> Let's hit you up with Auto American, which of course is a Blondie album, as I'm about to literally say right now. Question one in Auto American. Auto American, the fifth studio album by Blondie, was known mainly for two songs. Among them, Rapture is generally agreed to be the first song of what genre to reach number one on the US singles chart. Debbie Harry herself performs in this genre. This genre. R&B. Rap. Oh, really? Okay. I was in, in the right neighborhood, I guess. Question two in Auto-American. The music video for the other well-known song from this album, a cover version of The Tide is High, features several scenes of what appeared to be which fictional character watching Debbie Harry from space on a giant monitor? Well, it turns out not to be this character. This character was famously portrayed by David Prowse, who, although he spoke the dialogue of that character during filming, the final cut of this film, or this character in these three films, used the voice of James Earl Jones. Uh, Darth Vader? That's the one. Question three. In the world of Otto, but not quite American, who is the namesake of the Game of Life created in 1970 that sees cellular automata evolve in a zero-player game? One interacts with the game of life by determining its initial configuration, and then the game evolves according to its own set of rules with zero players. Uh, I believe I've watched a number file video on this, Me and too. I don't have the name in my head, unfortunately. This is Conway's Game of Life, John Horton oh, Conway. Nice one, yep. Question four. In the world of American, but not quite auto, the internet is convinced that what politician who pulled out of the Republican presidential nomination on January 21st, 2024, wears shoes with hidden heels in them to make him look taller? He, narrow, he narrowly beat out Nikki Haley at the 2024 Iowa caucus, but pulled out of the race to endorse Trump. So I'm not sure if I should be answering Meatball Ron or Ron <laughs> DeSanctimonious. <laughs> Both correct. Excellent work. And finally, fifth question in Auto-American. In the world not of Auto-American, but of American Auto, Justin Spitzer created the sitcom called American Auto. John Barinholtz plays Wesley Payne in that show. 
In what other Justin Spitzer show does Baronholtz play Marcus, who goes from stockroom employee to warehouse supervisor after agreeing not to sue following a mishap with a deli slicer? Much of this show revolves around the relationship of other employees, played by Ben Feldman and American Fer America Ferreira. Okay, so this... Uh, is it Superstore? This is Superstore. Okay. Excellent travail. Is that the last question? That's the last question. Okay, let me start then, because <laughs> the Superstore guest, I think America Ferrer plays the lead woman in that show, which I kind of knew. I've watched the show and I love it, but I know that my partner and I don't love it as much as you and your partner yeah. do. You're, you're on like your 10th rewatch yeah, or yeah. something I, like that. If we need a show on the background or we need to get through something, we're having a rough day or whatever, it's the Superstore. It's, yeah. uh, it's really funny. I yes. have watched it once through and thoroughly enjoyed it, but I have not rewatched yeah. that story. Um, yeah, so that's that store, Superstore. That's that show, Superstore. Love it, obviously. Um, Ron DeSantis obviously is wearing high heels in those cowboy boots. Um, yeah, he's the, got the, his toes are pointed to the sky be. because he's like leaned forward. Yeah. And there's obviously no toe in the toe of his shoe. Because <laughs> he has no toes at all. It could be. I don't know. I've never mm. seen his feet. Um, the Conway's Game of Life. I think we talk about it once a season. I don't know. It's pretty neat. It's it just, is. You set the you know you set the stage, and there's a certain set of rules where the different um, one dimensional, I guess, or two dimensional, no, one dimensional uh, pictures, squares, squares, yeah, yeah, the little automata they call it because they move on their own. Um, yeah, pretty interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I feel Look like it up. It's, it's pretty cool. It's got some chaos theory elements yeah. to it because it's all about initial conditions that spin out into an unpredictable future kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, there are a few there are a few iterations where a user can go in and set uh, a certain configuration so that it will always spit out a certain I think they're called gliders, like a little plane that moves toward the corner of the screen right. indefinitely, but there are very few of those that they've discovered as I understand it. Um, the Darth Vader thing, honestly, I just thought it was cool, and it turns out that in that music video, Darth Vader turns around and it looks like a duck, like an alien duck instead of Darth Vader. Well, I will tell you, I had no idea what I was going to answer for that question until the last three words of it. And the James Earl Jones, <laughs> James I just, Jones, I just yeah. happened to know that that is yeah. the voice, and that's just uh, one of those things that people know. Yeah, I think I think if I got it right, David Prouse, or Prouse, or however you say this name, who played the physical, you know compelling large person that is Darth Vader when he saw at the premiere that it wasn't even his own voice he was a little disappointed I'd be, I'd, <laughs> I'd be disappointed too yeah no kidding I uh, much prefer Dark Helmet in the, uh, the Spaceballs version yeah. <laughs> the power of the Schwartz or whatever yeah. um, I see your Schwartz is as big as mine and finally in Rapture yeah really strange Debbie Harry raps most of it um, the rap verse starts Fab Five Freddy told me everybody's fly DJ's spin and I said my my um, that is un we you know most pop music chart analysts would call that the first number one rap song you know and sometimes <laughs> the answer is in the question is in the name of the song Rapture it's not called oh! it's not called Hip Hopture oh, it's not called Hip Hopture oh I and I think it. we got a title for this episode now <laughs> alright well done me well yeah I don't know how many I got, but it felt like more than it zero. It felt like uh, you got all of them, but uh, you just uh, forgot Conway. Oh, you, you didn't get Rapture because it was not hip-hop. Sure, yeah, three's good. Or reggae, sure. Like whatever that. Said, yeah. We're going to have to go back and tally because I might have a chance at winning this episode. Yes. Yeah, I genuinely don't know. Okay. You get five more questions that are going to round out this episode. This is movie trivia written by me, someone that knows next to nothing about movies. Okie dokie, good luck me. And the regular viewers will know that that is not a lie. <laughs> Alright, 1939's Wizard of Oz would today be considered an OSHA nightmare. <laughs> to make their fake snow, they sprayed a mixture of foam and what mineral all over the set? 
I think it's asbestos. It is asbestos. Number two. Very, very topical question here. When Mel Brooks approached George <laughs> Lucas to do a spoof of Star Wars, Lucas was on board except for one thing. Yes. He would not allow the main character to parody Luke Skywalker. So who does the main character in Spaceballs spoof instead? Han Solo. <laughs> or, or, sorry, he spoofs Indiana Jones in the role of Han Solo, if I understand that correctly. Okay, well that's enough for yes, absolutely <laughs> correct. Indiana Jones is the, what I was looking yes, for, but yeah. yes, he's yeah. uh, Indiana Han Solo Jones, essentially. All right. Um, number three. <laughs> What game show on your phone, I just did air quotes for the listeners at home, was created by the creators of Vine, uh, Russ Yusupov and Colin Kroll, and ran from 2017 to January 2023. There's a 2023 documentary detailing the story of this app, and it was called Glitch, The Rise and Fall of Blank. A video game on your phone? Uh, game show on your phone. phone. Oh, um... Uh, I forgot what that's called. Is it that Quiz World or something? It is not. It is HQ Trivia. HQ Trivia! (laughs) Number four. In what film, the most recently released Pixar kids movie from 2023, do the main characters Bernie and Cinder Lumen with their daughter Ember face xenophobia from air and water characters while they try to run their store, which is called The Fireplace? Oh, I've seen this. Uh, it was heavy-handed with the xenophobia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was not subtle at all. It was made for kids. Uh, uh, shit. Uh. Take your time, and we can cut out as much thinking time as you want in post. <laughs> I can't remember. It's not Inside Out, but it reminded me of Inside Out when I saw it. Inside uh, Out is a very cute one. Yeah, I can't remember. Pass, unfortunately. That movie is called Elemental. Elemental. Because they are the elements. Disappointing. Yeah. And your final question, the 2008 documentary. A lot of documentaries here because those are the movies that I do watch. <laughs> uh, Man on Wire feature mm-hmm. is a feature on Philippe Petit, a daredevil and tightrope walker who made it his mission to traverse on a high wire between what two buildings in 1974? Uh... The Twin Towers. I will accept the Twin Towers. I will also accept World Trade Center 1 and 2. Sure. Those are the buildings. And they were... Well, <laughs> we can banter yeah. now because the music will end because we got sweet new music. <laughs> but uh, yeah, World Trade Center 1 and 2. And they uh, they were uh, relatively recently built. So that's why he looked at those. Right, and, oh yeah. yeah, I'm walking on a high wire between those bad boys. Makes sense. So that's good. Elemental. I've, uh, me and my partner have not actually watched Elemental okay. yet, but I know that we will because we do love a good Pixar film. Yeah, so I thought the xenophobia kind of lesson of the story was a bit heavy-handed, but then again, it is an animated story for children, so you ought to be kind of in there. Well, do you think it. I'm going to get the, the morale, the moral of the story then? I think you've already gotten it. Yeah, yeah okay. I think it's pretty... Okay, perfect. Good. I, I didn't want to be lost on me. <laughs> um, HQ Trivia. We've played HQ Trivia before. We've played, we HQ, played trivia HQ Trivia at Pub to- Trivia. We played HQ Trivia together in my house with Catherine, our previous guest on this show, all in a group and still didn't win. 
<laughs> yeah, those were the days. Yeah, we there back in pub trivia days. We were definitely mm-hmm. maybe we weren't at the table with the uh, uh, HQ trivia open at the same time that the second round late show of trivia. That's the right. Second round. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. And uh, I love that this is a Mel Brooks and Spaceballs heavy yeah. episode. Yeah. So <laughs> in, in a way that only Mel Brooks could. He said, well, if I can't actually spoof Luke Skywalker, I'm just going to take another famous Harrison yeah. Ford character and then insert him into the plot That's here. Right. For, and, it, and it's never like mentioned, I don't think. It's not like no, no, it's, it's not not acknowledged. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you're just going to be an Indiana Jones-style guy exactly. in space. You know what totally passed me by? Um, Indiana Jones had its fifth and final installment last year. Oh, is that? Yeah. Didn't I know Did that? Did anyone know that? It was, yeah, Dial of Destiny. Full disclosure, I've, I think I've seen one Indiana Jones film, and I don't know which one, and I mean, that just goes with the category. Yeah, exactly. Totally, <laughs> I just don't know anything about movies. The only thing I know about Indiana Jones is in the, I think it's in Raiders of the Lost Ark, where there's the guy, and he's like brandishing the sword. Um, they had done that take so many times, and Harrison Ford just whips out his gun and shoots him or whatever. Apparently, that's an improvised scene, if I recall correctly. That's all I got. And that might not even be Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm even at this point just hoping that that was Indiana Jones. <laughs> to quote the uh, the boxing announcers from an episode of Futurama, as I often do, interesting if true. Uh, the final thing we can wrap it up with is another piece of Canadiana. Yeah. Uh, there used to be a place called Asbestos, Quebec. Speaking yes, to our yeah. film, uh, our, our uh, 1939 movie question. Uh, can you tell me what Asbestos, Quebec is now known as? They changed their name. I would. Say, I want to say in the last five years. No, actually, I don't know. So I remember that. I remember the story, but I don't remember. Yeah, what it's they didn't want to be associated with asbestos because they no longer mine asbestos. Mm-hmm. Canada no longer exports asbestos. So like, hey, we should kind of get away from that. And they voted, and the result was Val de Source. Oh, Val de Source. Yeah, Val de Source, yeah, yeah. Quebec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No longer asbestos. And I'll just add a own little tidbit also. Um, I think The Wizard of Oz was directed by Victor Fleming. Maybe it's not the right first name, but definitely a guy named Fleming who also directed uh, Gone with the Wind. So two big movies in 1939 directed by the same guy. That's pretty cool. So, Although Victor Fleming like took over the project like halfway through or something, something, something. Some movie person will let me know, but you know. As a guy that knows nothing about movies, I can't like confirm or deny that fact. But I will say it is likely true that there were only like... Ten so many, total yeah. people working on five total films in those sure. days, so that's probably why the, those ones are the most famous. Yeah, but. for sure, for sure. And now we've got you know Avengers seventy six, Revenge of the Who Gives a sh- Crap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was really fun. I'm really glad you uh, could come in studio for that. Uh, yeah, I'm so happy to be here. So glad that the snow didn't prevent me from parking uh, as smooth smoothly as I did. I don't know if you saw, but it was like a two take wonder. It was like a pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I only saw the second one, so it was perfect. Oh, and nice. uh, I will say that it is uh, early February and it's plus seven for a few days in a row here. So you're probably not, probably not going <laughs> to skate on the Rideau Canal this year. Yeah, sad but true. Um, you know what, though? Thank you so much for listening to the first half of our this or that kind of situation for the season. Can't wait for the second half of the this or that situation for the season. If you have any comments, questions, eh, trivia categories you'd like us to explore or mini games you'd like us to play, we can be reached at 2DDTPodcast at gmail.com. That's two. The number two. DDTPodcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Hey, everybody. It's me, Daniel, here. Uh, I got Will also. Hi! We're realizing in post, many days later, that we actually didn't finish recording one quarter of that episode. I did not ask any questions about King, despite having promised questions about both Auto-American 
and King. And so here I am. Yeah, I think um, what happened was we had too much fun in person <laughs> and we were just uh, having a, a grand old time and uh, we forgot. So here we are. So we didn't want to shortchange you. Here are for you and Will five questions on the subject of King, which, as you may recall, was once paired with BB, as in BB King. Here we go. Question one in the category of King. BB King was nicknamed Beale Street Blues Boy, which was shortened to Blues Boy and finally BB. In a what American city is Beale Street? The blues clubs and restaurants on Beale Street are major tourist attractions for this fifth largest city of the American Southeast and most populous on the Mississippi River. A lot of clues okay. there. Okay, that is a lot of stuff. On the Mississippi, I will go with St. Louis. It is not St. Louis. This is Memphis. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. I just couldn't let the uh, St. Louis Blues connection go. Yeah. Um, moving on. In the 1983 Stephen King novel, Christine. Christine is, is likely the thing killing people around town. What is Christine? Um, an animal. It is not. It is a car. It's a killer <laughs> it's car. Even, I thought I was being cheeky so I could have like way better chance of getting a, some more information. Question three. Riding with the King is an album by B.B. King and what other artist? This artist won the 1993 Grammy Award for Best Rock Song for an acoustic version of one of his best known songs, which is Layla. Eric Clapton. That's it. Question four, the Sacramento Kings had a very long postseason drought from 2006 to 2023. When they finally made a playoff appearance in 2023, they were eliminated in the first round by what team, with notable players including Draymond Green and Steph Curry? The Golden State Warriors. Oh, that's correct. And finally, Margareta II was Queen of Denmark from 1972 to 2024, exactly 52 years to the day. When she abdicated in January this year, what son of hers became king? He's, I'll give you some hints. He's the 10th of his name. And since 1513, the king of Denmark has only had one of two names. Christian or this guy? Mm. Philip. Frederick. Oh. It's Frederick the 10th. Um, so yeah, going backwards, his son will be Christian the 9th. There's only ever been since 1513 Fredericks and Christians as kings. Um... Yeah, the 1993 Grammy Award for Best Rock Song, going to an acoustic version of a song, um, caused a stir among music people because the, the songs that Layla, the acoustic version of Layla beat out included Smells Like Team Spirit by Nirvana, an actual rock song, and Jeremy by Pearl Jam, which is also another actual rock song. Uh, both very good songs. Did you say smell like, Smells Like Team Spirit? Or? Oh my god, I didn't. I have it written here. <laughs> A uh, little inside joke that used to be our in-person trivia team name. Yeah, I can't believe that. That and I not only said it; it's written. Like you wrote, smells like team spirit. Yeah, I might think I like maybe that. I think that's what the song's called. All of a sudden, you know. Yeah. Um, and then on the Christine, really interesting. They think that uh, like a guy tried to like I don't know what the situation is. I, I didn't read the book, and I don't have it right in front of me, but. The gar previous owner of the car, you know, the spirits embodied in the car, so the car wants to be with the owner only, so he starts killing all of his loved ones. It's kind of weird. Um, the car in question, a 1958 Plymouth Fury, if you know what that is. I uh, don't, you do not. If you do. Well, no. if anyone does, let us know. I mean, the listeners have heard me answer questions about cars before, so they know that I don't know what that is. 
<laughs> All right, everyone. We will see you next week. Bye.